Hello. 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 Welcome back. Aloha. Buenos dias. Hola. I feel like we're in the tropics. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to your favorite podcast with your two favorite girls. That's us. It's Nicole and Annika in the flesh. And our little Otis Bean, which hopefully he doesn't interrupt. Yes, I am addressing the elephant in the room first and foremost. I am weirdly tan right now. <laughs> Did you put a little self tanner on? I got I'm, new... I'm white right now because my tanner's off. So <laughs> I look insane compared to you. I got new self tanner, and as much as I love it because it's darker it's embarrassing but did you look first of all my I have a couple questions one is what is it and two is this your first time using it yes so it is Coco and Eve and this is my first time using it um my friend used it more and uh I was using a different brand before and she got she was like try this one I said okay and so I put it on today at like two and I haven't rinsed it off yet. So this is just like yeah. darker than it's ever going to look. But like, <laughs> what the fuck? You're going to be super tan though. I got new stuff. It was the uh, Saint Tropez or something. Oh, and yeah. So Saint- I will say I got the like overtime one first and I didn't love it. Like I wasn't getting tan, but it wasn't orange and it wasn't streaky. So I was like, okay, I like this stuff, but it's not getting me as tan as I want because I did mm-hmm. used to use like the Loving Tan, like Express Dark, which would get me so dark. Yeah. But it was streaky. And then I got their like Express one, the, the two, three hour Express. And I love it and it gets me so dark and my hands are like brown instead of orange blends so well and do you know the hack of using a brush um well there's like the mitt that you use right and then like the facial brush I have the mitt and then I have a brush that yeah you can use for your face or I use it on my you take it and then you put it down your hands and then like go like this and in your creases and in between your fingers and all oh what it'll it's a game changer because do you you get the creases and stuff from the mitt I just like I after I get done applying I like do another like um layer over my hands real quick but it my hands are always like a weirdly wider shade than like the rest of my body so it's a game changer so just use a brush and go like in your knuckles like go like this and then kind of I put a little bit on and then kind of like push it down towards my fingers and then get creases and go and then I'll like do here and then I do it with my ankles and my knees and my elbows too. So well, that's good to fucking know. Yeah. I love that. I know. I used to just like go to tanning beds in the winter and just like Me cook myself <laughs> for the sake of feeling a little bit more tan and like I think we all did back then. Yeah. Feeling like warmth on my skin. And now I finally realized I was like, oh, I can still get tan without actually like really harming my skin. I'll just what, use this pretty much skin dye. But <laughs> what I'll say is being in Oregon, it's actually like therapeutic to go tanning. A they say because it helps your depression, your seasonal depression. And it's so cold outside that when you get in there and you take a little nap in the bed, it's literally nothing like it. I know. I was using it for seasonal depression when I was like freshman in college and everything like that, like freshman and sophomore. And it was really helpful because it was like, I missed feeling that the feeling of like warmth on your skin as like you're, you know, laying outside or even just walking outside in the, in the summers, how you just actually feel like warmth on your skin. I missed that. And so I started going tanning in the, in the winters, but it's nice. I like it. But now I'm like, I have like a spray tan membership, but I have just started doing it myself. I just need to cancel it because it was like half beds, half spray tans. And I just was like, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not even using beds. I just have gotten a lot better about not doing beds because I'm like, I know how bad it is for you. And I used to be like, fuck that. I don't care. I'm invincible. <laughs> I was like, I don't care about what I'm going to look like when I'm 30. I want to look hot now. And now yeah, I'm like almost literally. 30. And I'm like, fuck. I took the skin, like SPF yeah. on the face every time you leave the house. <laughs> exactly I'm better about wearing sunscreen though since I've lived in Arizona like you get roasted and toasted here and I have been better because I'm like okay I know I'll go out for like a little bit get a little bit of rays and then I put 
sunscreen on where I used to be like, just burn me, motherfucker. There's some conspiracy theorists that think that SPF actually causes cancer. Honestly, I don't doubt it. Like, they tell you everything. I don't know. I don't go south. You I never just, know who to believe in this world. I don't want to know. There's you know, black and there's white, and you're just like, I don't know <laughs> what lines to read between, and I don't know, like, ugh. I'm just gonna keep doing the bare minimum and hoping I just make it in life. Just gonna fucking, I don't know, move to a a desert in the middle in a little trailer. You already live in the desert. But, I'm just but not in a trailer. People. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Like Breaking Bad, I want to go be out in the middle of the desert and have my own little camping area and just live out there with a dog and, and my two cats. And, and cook some meth. And cook some meth on the side. <laughs> Speaking of I just made some bomb-ass Taco Tuesday. Really? Did you know? Is today Tuesday? Oh my gosh. Okay, so this is coming out on Thursday, which is my birthday. <gasps> yes, it is. Happy yes. birthday to me. Happy birthday. <laughs> oh. I, can say, I can say I'm the first person to tell you happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, right. It's pretty much uh, as this episode airs at 4.20 a.m., uh, Annika is the first to say happy birthday. Dun, dun, dun. Thank you so Amazing. much. Um, I am going to be working on my actual birthday on Thursday. So on Wednesday, I'm going to go snowboarding and live my best life for a day before hey. I actually have to work all weekend. So I know I've been seeing you shred up on that mountain. How's the mountain? Lots of snow. Lots of good. snow. It's is been it good. still snowing? Or... yeah it's like every time I mean so far it's been snowing a fuck ton like I don't know I don't know what did they call it El Nino La Nino um something like Como's, that Como. when it's like a really wet winter like they're expecting like a ton of snow I don't know if that's what this winter is but there is just a ton of snow and something I like I was sick like two episodes ago, and guess what? I'm sick again. <laughs> this winter has been treating me great. <laughs> I know we just got notes that one of our coworkers has COVID, so that'll be fun. So that means you get a vacation, right? That's what I said. I said, yeehaw, back to the text <laughs> message. I was like, you work from home? <laughs> right. As long as the coworker in question is not hospitalized, it's a good thing. Yeah, I was like, I said that, and I go, how's your family feeling? <laughs> <laughs> you okay <laughs> no i'm just like we get to work from home the next two weeks anyways because of the holidays so it's kind of nice but oh and yeah my brother's coming home from norway so i get to see him that's four for christmas four people i mean it's just a far way a long way to travel for a holiday oh that's far for christmas <laughs> four for christmas like the number four i'm like Whoa. you're like what um yeah, so no matter what it. way that math was four wouldn't have been correct i was like one two yeah you're probably right i don't know <laughs> like, um, four and then some but yeah we're he's going to visit some friends in like new york area i don't know and then he's gonna come over here. new york new york <laughs> I'm excited though. I haven't seen him since he left. So. Yeah. Are you guys just gonna spend time in Arizona? Is this gonna be his first time like visiting you guys while you're not in Portland? Is that so, gonna be fun? He drove the U-Haul down for my parents when they first moved here, so we saw the house, but he hasn't seen them like live in it. And then, but yeah. So, sorry. How could you? We're I supposed know. to be a lively bunch. <laughs> I know. Oh gosh. I just can't. I'm just like appalled that it's Christmas next week. Is it? No, it's not. Well, it's not. next Sunday. Hold on. One so week. So, working in broadcasting, there's broadcast calendars. So, Sundays are considered part of this week or like part of the week. Holy so. shit. Christmas is next Thursday. Next Thursday? No, it's like Sunday. Next Sunday. Oh my what God. calendar were you looking at 2013 i was just so focused on my birthday on thursday i'm like thursday's the only day that matters but next sunday is christmas which is insane i'm actually gonna have like the saddest christmas ever this year i'm just gonna stay home actually i'm gonna work and then i'm gonna go home and that's gonna be my christmas i've been watching so many christmas movies elf watch it drew be like hmm, what do i want 
elf. Not elf. again. Definitely elf. Watch out an elf or at work the other day. I just don't yeah. know it's fucking Christmas. It's blowing my mind. I've done zero shopping. I haven't either. Um, I think it's really sad. I feel when Christmas comes around, I'm just like waiting to get through it. I don't ever enjoy it. I think I need to like change my mentality a bit. Yeah, you do. Because that's sad because I love Christmas, but I think um, this year's been insane. So I just I'm just like, is it done yet? <laughs> I think I'm the year. Grinch. No, you're not. I think you just like to be alone sometimes. <laughs> Like, really? Grinch likes to be alone, but I'm like nobody bother me. <laughs> You're the Grinch, and I'm Buddy the Elf. <laughs> yeah, literally. Speaking of Christmas, we went out this last weekend to Old Town Scottsdale, which I never do ever. We went out as Brittany, shout out her birthday. Yay! And we went to dinner, went to Old Town, and met up with a couple of our friends, and ran into like my cousins, and we stole these little elf on the shelves there was this wall full of them and we stole <laughs> them off of there but they were super glued and we stole them and we hid them in our bras and we'd go show people there's little like our stomachs these two little feet were dangling down and we would rip out these elves and they were like a hot commodity and I made everybody take pictures with the elf on the shelf and he came home with me and I named him Peter you guys are fucking you guys are on the naughty list you're on the naughty list (laughs) so that's was my weekend it was I was like that was one of the weekends I woke up and said too fucking old for this like I do every weekend and I (laughs) like in what people say is the best Christmas movie of all time die hard isn't it die hard where the guy's like I'm too old for this shit that's literally me I'm like I laid in bed all day Saturday and then I actually survived. I got up and I went and we drank wine at Alex and Tim's and hung out with the baby and the baby smoked some weed, drank some wine. I was like, "This is what I need <laughs> my life." Like, oh, this is the perfect night. I ate a little gummy yesterday because I was like just hanging at home, and so I have like three kinds. One is I don't know like what the actual strain is, but one's supposed to be dreamy. One's supposed to be balanced and one's supposed to just like this hunk of meat. I'm <laughs> one's supposed to be creative. And so usually every time I eat the dreamy one, I just like go to sleep. And so I'm like, oh, this one must not get me very high. And then but yesterday I ate the dreamy one and I stayed up and I got so high. I like I was like, oh, so the trick to it is I just need to stay off a little bit longer. And I just started having epiphanies, like the notes in my phone, you know, like the notes app. I have like a whole section of like my epiphanies from last night. They're very they're very insightful. (laughs) Yeah, I've slowly been getting Drew to smoke my band. Like there was like sometimes when he was like drunk, he'd be like, Give me that and he would like smoke it and then I'm like, are you sure? Okay, don't take a big hit. Like, pens, if you hit them really hard, like, you can get pretty high. Yeah. And now he, like, does it more often than not. And I'm like, boy, are you turning into a little stoner? But he'll only take, like, one big puff. And I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> He's like, that'll do. That's, like, me if I were to smoke. I, Yeah, I just... I always want to get, like, that, that high where you're, like, kind of on... You're, like, on a tightrope. And you're just, like... You don't want to fall, but you also don't want to float. Like, I mean, you don't you're float. Holding it together. Yeah, you're just like you're staying people, on that you're line. Aware of what's going on? But you're, <laughs> you're on edge. You're on yeah. edge. Yeah. If you get too high, you start like floating up, like you're filled with helium, and you're like, "Oh no, I went too far." And That's then if you don't, <laughs> when you're on like the same level as somebody else, and you're just like sitting there, and you're like, "That That's was like you and I when we what did we do we hit." No, we ate gummies or I smoked yeah. oh I smoked a joy, you ate a gummy. And the boys were all like watching a fight. Me and Nicole had no recollection of the fight that was going <laughs> on. And we're like sitting there just like giggling off our ass. And I'm like, that is the best thing ever when you guys are on the same level and you're just giggling about right? literally probably nothing. Like you said something or and then you guys are just feeding off each other, just dry heaving. Just it was just laughing. like it was like nothing but hypotheticals and just like piggybacking off of someone else's hypothetical like nothing mattered nothing was real and it was beautiful and I feel like some like our your brain's just like 
become one and you just like don't even have to say anything because that person's already thinking like literally you and I looked at each other or like about something and we just knew what each other were talking about I'm like yes that is like but that's like I won't get a high with people that I don't really like know very well yeah I'll hit my pen but a pen is a different kind of high like yeah I'm like different I'll hit the bowl I don't really care I'm like I'll get stoned on my ass but I have noticed that when I do eat my gummies, if I eat, like, when I initially get high, maybe this is, like, an addict problem, but, like, when I initially get high, it is the best feeling, but if I were to get high and then, like, eat a little bit more of a gummy later, like, it doesn't hit the same, like, instead it, like, makes me feel, like, blah, but I'm, like, that initial, like, when you go from, like, sober to high, it's just, like, pure bliss, and I'm just, like... (laughs) And then I just have to wait until the next day to feel that again because it's just not the same if you try to add on. Like, even if, like, you – if I, like, hit my pit in the morning and then, like, even the afternoon towards the end of the day, I'm, like, you still kind of feel it, that hazy. (laughs) I'm, like, oh, geez. Yeah. Weed's always been my right-hand man. Not, like – I've gone through phases with smoking weed. I started when I was probably way younger than I should have been. And then (laughs) – kind of just smoked weed off and on and drew likes me too because he goes you just don't get mad at me when i play cod you just kind of lay there and kind of hang out and you laugh and you're not mad about anything and like you know we get along <laughs> yesterday i was just i got out of the shower and well he this is he tells me he's gonna make me dinner and do laundry because i was like i'm so tired i'm so hungry i have to wash my hair which, as you know, washing your hair is a mission. It's a whole day event. <laughs> and I'm like, I had, I should have done it Sunday, but I didn't. And so I was like, I right. had to do it yesterday. And so I like got home, I showered, thinking I'm gonna get out to my lovely boyfriend cooking me dinner, laundry going. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? And then I get out, and he's on his fucking computer playing video games, and I motherfucker. I said, so we're just not gonna eat tonight. <laughs> and he goes what honey and I go I'm really pissed that you're playing video games like you said you were gonna cook your dinner like what happened to that I'm like we're just not gonna eat and he was like and he was so sweet he goes hold on and he gets up and starts looking through I go what are you doing he goes I'm looking for your weed pen <laughs> you need to be nice he goes hey you smoke your weed pen he goes let's get my phone and I'll order you dinner and so that's so funny I swear to god and I smoke weed and he, the rest was history. I didn't say anything to him after that. I said, "All right, you can play COD till eight o'clock." <laughs> Dude, I swear, Zane was trying to get me to do the same thing. Like when I would come home from work after a stressful day, he started doing this really sweet thing where he'd like line up like popcorn, um, the TV remote, a glass of wine, and then he'd like have like my like. All right, Drew does not do that. <laughs> and then he'd have like my three like gummy um like, containers and you pick <laughs> yeah because he just knew I was gonna come home so cranky and he's like okay if I put these like gummy containers right here then she's bound to eat at least one and then she'll be like super yeah she'll be high and happy instead of drunk and like pissy because when I eat my gummies I'm just like I love you um, no you're so great you're so funny and then but if I like come home from a stressful day and I just start drinking I'm just like rage I'm just like silent like I am just like brooding silence so I'm just like what what do you want happy in a drunk deck <laughs> yeah literally I like and which one you choose is um like selfish you know, because you could numb yourself out from your work day either way. Yeah. But if you choose to do so with alcohol, you're punishing people around like, you. There are two roads ahead of me. <laughs> what am I feeling? Am I feeling feisty? Let's let's get in a fight tonight. <laughs> you're gonna numb yourself out either way. Are you gonna be nice or are you gonna be a fucking asshole? Yeah, literally though, I hit my pen and I hit it and I was coughing so hard I got freaking stoned as shit and put a movie on and just <laughs> drink some water I ate my chipotle Drew didn't hear a peep out of me he got off when he said he was going to and then I was like great now let's go to bed together uh, what history. a peacemaker weed is yeah literally though because I was like yesterday morning was one of those Mondays where you woke up and you're just like 
getting ready, zoning out. Like, fuck this day already. All mm-hmm. day long, I was sitting there like, this is the worst day of my life. My eyes, if I would like shut my eyes for a second, I was like, I will drop my head right now and fall asleep. Like, <laughs> and then it was, of course, the longest day. I'm on my way to work, missed the freeway exit, as you know, not very good. Not again, not again. <laughs> so go right past the 10 where I was supposed to get off. And I was like, fuck my life. So I had to go down and round and back. And I was like, oh my God, it's okay my life. I was like, fuck today. Yeah. Yeah, that'll put you right in the wrong mood, especially on a Wednesday. Or on a Wednesday. <laughs> Why are my days yeah. so twisted? <laughs> where it's am I? <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm going to a show, uh, like a rave dj show something you're going to a rave how old are you 13 i've never been to a rave. i don't think it's a rave i actually don't really know what it is but it's a show you know what they call it. <laughs> we're going to a show an underground know. basement show it's plur a- peace love unity respect bro. it's a warehouse show and doesn't tell you the location and i'm a little scared but i'm going with some friends and it doesn't start until like 1 a.m but Drew thinks it starts at midnight, but it really starts at one. Is Drew going with you? Well, I brought him a fucking ticket, so we better. I'm worried for you. This sounds sketchy. Well, I'm going with some homies. Okay. But one of my friends, Emily, she said that she knows all the people, all the DJs. So okay. we should okay. be taken care of. Who knows? Well, I'm obviously scared because I'm scared of everything. So but it'll be good. I'm fun. I'm excited. I'm excited. My right, first well... show. Is it you're gonna end up like on stage doing like burlesque or something? I'm gonna end up on drugs and in a wee crazy house. Who knows? In a crazy house, aka um, what do they call it? A mental health hospital, (laughs) a loony bin. It's really hard for me because my birthday is the day before New Year's Eve. Oh shit! It's like I can't go too hard like that's what we did last year mm-hmm. and my friend said you know said shout out yes. said she was in town last new year's eve and we weren't like with them she was up in scottsdale but she wanted to see us so drew and i so we went out on or they threw me a surprise birthday um on my actual birthday and then the next day was new year's eve and so we went ham all night on my birthday woke up so hungover went to brunch with sid and her friend got mimosas, got hammered, came back here and like ended up passing out at like four o'clock or something, slept until like took a nap until like eight, woke up and Drew and I went just right back to bed and slept until the next day. We missed <laughs> I would have too. There's no way in hell you could have gotten me to rally two nights in a row after but that. No, night. so that's why I was like, Drew, why don't we just like go out to dinner on my birthday and then we're gonna celebrate on New Year's Eve. So Yeah. And I'm gonna be twenty six, baby. Yay. I mean I think when I was like eighteen or nineteen years old. Yeah, was I twenty one when you met me? Isn't that insane? Probably because it was like so- seven years ago. Oh fuck! I'm turning twenty nine. Or twenty two. It's my last year in my twenties. I'm like, I'm coming out like a weird like um battle with it, but not really. I'm just like, I think like a social um expectation is to be like people lying about if they're thirty and they like always want to be like, I'm not thirty. I'm I'm still in my twenties, and so like, part of me is like conditioned to be like, I'm. 20 something forever but i really don't care how old i am um i don't yeah i don't think it's an issue either like my friends are literally the broadest ages like yeah i have friends that are like 22 to like 36 like Mm -hmm. no because one of them's like freaking almost 40 so it's like literally my friends are all over but I never think about ages. Like I never think, oh my gosh, you're so younger. Oh my gosh, you're so much older than me. Like I'm just yeah. like, friends. Like, we're just humans. Like what is the different? Like you've been here a year more than I have. Great. Yeah. I feel like I don't know. When people say something that um is supposed to like compare ages, like let's say they're like, Oh my god, you're twenty six, you're a baby. I'm just like, How old are you? And they'll say something like twenty eight and you're like, I feel like that's the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, and you're like, wait, a baby. I think a baby is like one year old. Okay. 
I went I was at work I was bartending and I go to check this dude's ID and he doesn't have his ID on him and I'm like okay then you have to leave and he like stands up and he's all in a huff and he goes seriously I'm 22 years old <laughs> I was just like okay you're like try again next year bud <laughs> you Come know that's yourself a beard <laughs> You know, that's really young, right? Like It's not like you're being like, I'm 40 years old. Why do I have to leave? I cannot believe it. I'm 20 years old. 22 years old. <laughs> like, did, is it a day past your birthday? Like, you were yeah. just 21? Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm too old for this. I'm 22 years old. That is hilarious. Wow. What an idiot. Uh, I lolled. I lolled and I walked away. Some people, they just get so angry if you don't get served. If you don't have ID, it's like, what do you... Like, what do you expect? I made sure I had my ID on me anytime I even thought I was going somewhere where you had to be 21 plus up until the age of like 20. Actually, still, still, I make sure I have my ID on me at all times. There's sometimes where I accidentally forget and I fully expect to be kicked out of the place if somebody asks me. And yeah, I was you like, can get mad at them. You know, I don't make the fucking rules. I'm right? <laughs> if someone well, thinks. Like, if something were bad were to happen to you, say like you were on a hike or you were out or something happened you were knocked out on the side of the street something happened and no one could figure out who you were your id smart your id yeah i mean definitely i was just thinking about it for the sake of getting (laughs) fucked up in the bar but yeah in case of an actual emergency for sure you need your id you get mauled by a tiger better hope you have that id on you because your face isn't gonna be there anymore (laughs) i just watched this fucking tiktok and please tell me if you've seen this they were getting married somewhere it like looked like oregon i don't know but there was like they were on like a riverbed standing in the rocks and across the world it was like when a bear is killing a moose during your wedding and this bear I like they're happy you saw it i was like i couldn't i like watched it twice and i showed drew and i was like i can't keep watching this it was like this bear for those who haven't seen it it's a peaceful wedding going on like this guy is marrying this man and woman like on and, like oh, a riverbed oh, yes across a riverbed this bear is like oh, like literally mauling this like huge like elk or moose like huge animal just ripping it to shreds during people's wedding the wife or the bride is like uh like what do we do it was and it keeps coming up on my feet i'm like i can't keep watching that like that was aggressive the way the bear shakes the moose is like how my dog shakes her favorite toy when she's getting all into it and she's like (laughs) it was so appalling i was like this is so terrible i was like this is what you don't see in the wild no especially on your wedding day oh my god you're like what a beautiful day to celebrate life and us joining our lives together and this bear's just like don't forget death is looming around the corner I was just like, I literally kept watching it because I was like, is that real? But I was like, why am I watching this? This is so horrific. It's terrible. I couldn't watch the whole thing. I, I ended up scrolling before I reached the end. No, I just then I made Drew watch it. Drew was like, what the fuck? I was like, what did I just watch? I feel like I just was forced into a horror movie. Why is it that when we watch something so appalling, we make someone else watch it too? We're like, this was terrible. It's going to scar me for the rest of my life. Please watch it. Drew was going to tell me a story the other day. I don't even know. I can't even remember what it was about. It was about an animal. and it was What is it about? Terrible. No, I don't remember what it was because I said, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. It's and about it was, the Appalachian Mountains. And, and he, he goes, I want to tell you. And it was something bad happened to an animal. Okay. Oh, it was a horse. We were talking about horses. And he goes, something bad had happened to this horse in, like, a trailer. And I was like, I don't want to hear about it. Like, it's going to make me really sad. And he's like, honey, I just want to tell you. He's like, please, I want to tell you so bad. I was like, I don't want to know. I was like, I'm... I really don't want to know because it's going to ruin my day. And then I'm going to think about how terrible I'm going to picture the scene. I don't want to hear it. I love that he wanted to tell you so bad. He's like, he please, it is appalling. Please let me tell you. <laughs> he's like, please let me ruin your day. <laughs> Literally. But he luckily didn't tell me, so I can't tell you the story because there you go. I don't know it. <laughs> have you thought any more about, speaking of trailers, have you thought any more about our uh, coffee trailer? 
Yeah, I uh, made a little cute logo. I was just kind of messing around on my mom. You made a logo? Kind of, but not really. Bro. I'll show you. It's kind of cute. I was just like, my mom has this, like, app that she uses for her work. And I kind of just was, like, playing on her iPad. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cute. And then my mom said that she might have a friend that has a trailer, a coffee trailer. And so she goes, but it's up in Oregon. You'd have to go, like, drive it down. Perfect. Road trip. The buzz and beam. <laughs> it's really cute. Um, so I don't know. I was just kind of messing with things and I was like, oh, and so I've been talking about it and I really want to do it. It's just taking the steps to do it. It's like pushing yourself to go and do yeah. it. It's so much harder than just dreaming about it, you know? Yeah, I want to do it with you. Can I be the, um, well, yes, also your accomplice i don't know the professional way to say accomplice. my right hand lady <laughs> your right hand lady but i also want to do all the marketing for it because that would be so much fun Maybe make the, hella tiktoks director of marketing yeah did, did i tell you that my mom called herself the director of marketing i love that <laughs> she goes i'm the she goes this is what she says i'm the director of marketing for the red sled <laughs> is it Mom, you own the business. She's like, that's right. That's why I'm whatever I want to be. <laughs> yeah, but like, look, starts going through and showing me all these things that she made on her little app of all these like creative that's things. That's so like, precious. I'm like, okay, mom. Oh. Like, you're also like the owner, the CEO, the cash register, the like manager. I'm like, what kind of other hats do you fill? Yeah, exactly. You can be whatever it was title so casual. you want to be. She goes, well, I'm the director of marketing at the Red Sled. I <laughs> love that. It's like, okay, like, that's gonna be Nicole's title for the it's, bean. It's the power of language. You speak it and it becomes true. Boom. True. That's you just tell. how it that's just how it be, baby. I'm just gonna take a bunch of videos and pictures and send them to you and you can edit them, make them all look cool, and then you can post them. I wanna be fully involved. I don't wanna just be a distant across seas executive you friend in all of our meetings all of our everything i don't know how thomas to... i don't you you live like six states away but i will included. fly <laughs> i will go by coastal from oregon to arizona <laughs> that's by coastal right yeah we can be oh gosh there's the possibilities are endless i just want to do a little i make markets. really yummy yeah we'll make guys yeah. we'll make well, mimosas you can make uh coffee i don't have a lot of friends that can make coffee i make coffee real good i make the coffee i make it real good and then gotta make clever names for drinks Mm -hmm. um yeah don't worry i'll call something the hornet swirl and it'll be like tequila espresso cinnamon like a a tequila espresso i don't know this sounds well, and lime coffee, and it's coffee. gonna have lime in it too it's that gonna be coffee disgusting. in the day and cocktails at night so for events and things like what that. if what if i like cocktails in the morning and coffee at night well you can do that but then you have to like if you're doing a saturday market i don't think you can just sell straight up espresso martinis at the <laughs> the saturday market downtown trailer <laughs> Shout out tequila. Shout out for everybody. Like, where's your liquor license, ma'am? We're like, just don't tell anybody. So we'll have fun with that. It's an executive club. All the Um, members know what's up. All the members know it's hush hush. Well, anyway, should we get to our real business? Oh. Is it that time of the night? Yeah, let's go ahead and dive into it. I'm about to dive in the book of the week. Oh my god, that was really good. Was that beautiful? That was yeah. I wrote song produced. I'm the CEO of writing songs for. <laughs> You're the ex- executive marketing administrator for all songs about <laughs> anything. I love. Anyways, that book of the you. week. Book of the week. Bro, this one. Are you ready for it? I I feel like you weren't ready for it. I'm like comfy now. You're like great. I have to like. I know. I actually have to look alive. I was in such lounge mode. I was. I was loving it. So was I. I'm like I got my feet up. I got my jammies on. Yeah. I was kicking back and relaxing. My teeth are turning purple. You know what that (laughs) means. I've had one too many glasses of wine. Dude, I know. 
Okay, so this book, it's called Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen. I like it already. Yeah, so it's about spiraling thoughts and, you know, we all have them. And, like, I get it with anxiety a lot and I get, like, some shame spiraling action. But I started reading this book thinking it was all backed on, like, scientific research and studies which it still is, but it has a very heavy emphasis on religion and faith, which I, yeah. It took a turn. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that until I was like a fourth (laughs) of the way through it. And then um, I realized, because I have read books similarly where they like kind of mention like God and being like, oh yeah. And I just like prayed for a moment, like, but they'll mention it like here and there, but this one had like, it was recurring so i would definitely recommend this book to people who are a little more religious um and are battling with like some kind of you know mental health like spiraling thoughts but at the same time i'm not a religious person i read it and i still got a lot out of it so it was a cool one um yeah so anyways here it goes. We're talking about spiraling thoughts and kind of taking hold of those and making them not run your life, helping them to not run your life and you run your own life. Anyways, I'm just going to dive into it. Okay. So taking control of our minds and stopping our thoughts from spiraling off in every direction is also a huge component of finding peace in other parts of our lives. Um, When we experience emotions, good or bad, they actually stem directly from our thoughts. Hence, why your self-talk dictates how you begin to feel about yourself. So if you, like, start telling yourself all the time, like, I'm such a piece of shit, you're going to start believing you're such a piece of shit. Um, Now, we've learned more about the brain in the last 20 years than we have in the last 2000. So there's, like, a ton of information out there for us now on this, like, mental health, neuropath ways all those kinds of shit that we never knew before um this author's research suggests that instead of trying to control all the thoughts because there's a lot um just start with controlling one people have more negative thoughts than positive ones throughout the day when we choose to believe a lie or a negative thought about ourselves it can pretty much always like fit into one of the following categories either i am helpless I am worthless or I am unlovable. And these are pretty much like literally she goes into some details about like, you know, you could be like, oh, my God, nobody likes me. Like, there you go. I am unlovable. Like everything very broad can be like matched into one of those three things. Um, but when you think these things and choose to believe it, a distorted reality appears where one or all of these feel a hundred percent real. When these thoughts begin, you have a conscious choice to make. First of all, you can definitely choose to take medication. Big supporter on medication. Love medication. (laughs) Only thing that makes me not be crazy. (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) Um, but you can also choose to change the way you think and the way you see the world if you truly truly want to the most miserable people on earth are skeptics and the people that are always believing that things are happening to them they're the ones that are always like oh my god my car broke down on my way to work this morning of course this happens to me as if the universe is out to get them um we spend so much time feeling like we're a victim to our thoughts and to the universe but we can change that like how first of all seek therapy first and foremost seek fucking therapy second focus on redirecting your negative thoughts as they start the same way you focus on redirecting like a baby throwing a tantrum baby's crying because they spilled spaghetti but then you like shake a shiny glittery toy in the opposite direction of the spaghetti and they're like yeah Ooh. very cool (laughs) yeah like on a (laughs) exactly and they start laughing like think of your minds and your thoughts like the same way like you're literally just like a little kid throwing a little temper tantrum and you just have to consciously redirect where your thoughts are going instead of being like my car broke down i'm all alone the world fucking hates me fuck my life be like my car broke down well guess I'll call my work and tell them I'm gonna be late well now you know I'm just gonna go grab a coffee on my way it's fine nothing I can do about this 
I don't know. That's a very black and white way of thinking, but you know <laughs> what I mean. Um, yeah. When you start to having, when you start having thoughts of feeling hopeless, worthless, or unlovable, you have to consciously, with purpose, use your brain to redirect that thought pattern. Uh, you must also learn to recognize your negative thoughts, recognize what is contributing to an individual thought and how. Look for common themes. Are you worried about things you can't control? Angry about the way you've been wronged and the world's out to get you? Ashamed of past events or being self-critical? Um, see and be conscious of how your thoughts are building the storyline of doom. The Damn. author... <laughs> the author... Uh, what's your name Jenny Allen says to find the original thought that led to the thought spiral and submit your thought you took captive to Christ okay so how do my non-religious friends do this I'm a very visual person and I've been practicing finding that original thought of negative self-talk and like use your imagination to submit it to like a little shoebox or a paper shredder like, you know, close your eyes and just picture that. Be like, if the original thought is like, this person looked at me funny when I made a joke. And then therefore you think nobody thinks I'm funny. I am like, everybody hates me. And everyone after that just thought I was weird. Like, take that little, like, sh that little snippet and be like, this person Tread looked at me weird after I made a joke. Take that little, like piece of paper and put it in your mental shredder okay I like that. right um yeah stuff it in there in that little shredder and just watch all the subsequential negative thoughts that stemmed off the original thought disintegrate because they can't exist without that first thought you know so capturing those these thoughts and isolating them is not about the things that happen to us it's about choosing to believe we are worthy of positive things coming our way and having trust in that we often still avoid sitting still with ourselves or sitting still with our therapist or God and working through the messes of our lives because we're afraid of being put to work and consciously digging up some trauma from our past, which is fucking painful. Or even worse, realizing that we need to change or that we're going to realize that we're all alone in the world. Behind that fear is the lie. I'll be better if I stay distracted. It's like so whack. It's like, with silently working on ourselves and our minds through something like meditation or prayer, our brains and imaginations get rewired, literally. In turn, we see way fewer wandering thoughts and monkey brain like Brie was talking about two episodes ago. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we create entire storylines of worst case scenario with assumptions based on fears and imagination. You need time in the present moment to see things as they truly are and not how your mind is telling you they things are, aka mindfulness. Then we, can, <laughs> then we can cognitive cognitively reframe our situations with a new pattern. An example, I'm overwhelmed, so I will choose to focus on one task at a time to complete my goal instead of having spiraling mindset and a heavy weight on your chest of a long and seemingly unattainable list to conquer and not getting started with any of it because we're too stressed about the thing as a whole. At the end well, of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, we can't just fill our minds with info on how to change our thought patterns and assume it will happen automatically. We have to practice it and build that muscle in our brain. When we don't and we listen to the lies we tell ourselves and start to lower our self-worth, we naturally start pushing people away and isolating ourselves. But what's so fucked about that is that become is that we become lonely. And loneliness is not only terrible for our mentals, but it's also linked to numerous physical health problems like heart disease. FYI. Wow, loneliness? Um, wow. Yeah, loneliness. So, yeah, humans are created for community. When we, <laughs> you just lick your wine bottle. <laughs> well, I'm just going down the side. Can't, lo can't lose a drop. What do you nope. think I am? No, nope. keep that drop right in your mouth. <laughs> I didn't know if you were watching me. I'm like, don't mind me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but <laughs> humans are created for community. So when you start to isolate, the lie that you're telling yourself is that you can solve your problems on your own. But no, it's actually kind of crazy. Like, you know, when you get into a depression spell and you isolate yourself and you're like hitting rock bottom, the way you finally get out of that historically, like I think everyone can relate to this, is always by eventually reaching out to somebody 
like I've gone through so many times of depression and isolating myself from people and literally did not realize until I read this like yeah dude whenever I've gone through enough and I'm at my breaking point with my depression and I know something has to change it always comes down to whether or not I reach out to someone I love it's like my instincts kick back in and no I'm not going to survive unless I utilize my community and ask for help I can only imagine how much better off I would have been if I hadn't started isolating from the beginning mm-hmm. I agree with that I love mm-hmm. that I think that's a spiral of like having the poor me attitude and being like I'm depressed poor me yeah everybody hates me and using all that those thoughts and everything and then just sitting there obviously like you said nothing's gonna get better so but there are some people that just sit in that sorrow and they just bask in it and I nothing's ever gonna get better but if you can take that step and like going to get help or getting a medication seeing a doctor talking to a friend talking to a therapist anyone it's like do it do it It'll make you, you better you can't do it on your own just stop trying reach <laughs> out to somebody um but like similarly when you move to a new place like we were talking about earlier like creating a new trusted circle is so daunting Mm-hmm. um like how do I make new old friends and quickly yeah. um and spoiler the key is being fucking vulnerable um for oh, more on vulner- <laughs> yeah for more on vulnerability listen to our episode with Bree two weeks ago and the episode before that where we talked about daring greatly by Brene Brown in episode 14 <laughs> but anyways when you move somewhere new and you're trying to form your new circle Look for people whose values reflect yours. You don't have to do the say yes to everything approach like Annika tried when she moved to Arizona, but you do have to say yes sometimes. Yep. What I do like about what Jenny Allen says about vulnerability, though, is that when you're getting close to new people, you will have fears and anxieties of how people will respond to you when you trust them and confide personal information with them. Um, If they make you feel dumb for something you said, fuck them. It is so much, (laughs) fuck them. It is so much better to have the discomfort of having someone know something intimate about you than to have the discomfort of feeling totally alone. Mm -hmm. And, and when, and what really makes me feel warm and fuzzy is that when you're going through some shit and somebody is there for you, the details of what happened will fade over time. But the feeling that that person was there for you lasts for so goddamn long. All right. Wrapping it up. <laughs> like a little Christmas present. Like a little Christmas present. Every single book we've read harps on this practice for building a better, more fulfilling, and happier life. Practice gratitude, dude. Our brains are creatures of habit, and if we consciously choose to focus on the things that make us grateful, guess what happens after that? We seek more things to be thankful for, and then more, and so on. It feels so good to be fucking grateful. Um, practicing gratitude has literally proven to lead to better physical health, psychological health, and enhances empathy, improves sleep, improves self-esteem, and more. Each thought you have changes your brain within the next 10 minutes. And that has been like scientifically proven. Um, I mean, we've talked yeah. about neuroplasticity before and our brains are never stuck one way like one negative thought will change your brain but also i know but also like it travels to different places in your body and it takes 10 minutes to actually change your brain but like each thought will change your brain in the next 10 minutes um and so if we focus on conducting positive thoughts over negative ones, guess which way our muscle memory will lean towards positive. In, t- in times of high stress. Yeah, the positive pathways we've been shoveling the snow out of in these like times ah. of rest. So then when you choose to think about positively instead of negatively, not only are you changing your own reality, but you're also changing the reality about of those around you by adding more kindness and compassion into the world. So stop with your cynical bullshit because we're building each other up this year. It's 2023. We're positive, healthy, happy bitches. And I don't want to hear anything different from y'all. Who the neighbors? (laughs) Who the damn neighbors? That was good. I liked that. Because I am a 
Guilty, guilty motherfucker with those bad thoughts. Yeah, mine really eat away at me, but it really is like you can learn about it so much. Like doing these books of the week, I've been learning like so much, but I haven't been putting as much into practice as I need to because it is a fucking muscle that you need yeah. to work in your brain and practice at. Friday, again, hadn't taken my meds in forever. Leave work, have a mental breakdown just because I'm driving onto the freeway and it's dead stop traffic. And I was like, I called Drew. I don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> pissed off. I was crying. Poor guy I made him stay on the phone with me my whole hour drive home. Well, I'm goes, sure you needed it. He goes, that's not positive. I go, let me vent. <laughs> there's a, a psycho i just you know and then i took my meds and all of a sudden it's like poof i'm better there's an episode of modern family where claire complains to phil dunphy and show in forever and i used to fuck with that show it's so good and then phil tries to like solve the problem and then anyways claire gets all mad phil goes to a nail salon i don't remember why he goes to a nail salon and then like all the ladies at the nail salon are like talking to him and he's like yeah so she told me she was like having a bad day so I started suggesting ways to make it better and they're just like all like oh no 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 you don't want to do that like when when she's complaining to you she just wants you to hear it she doesn't want any suggestions unless she asks you specifically and he's like even if it would make her day better and they're like yes (laughs) like what don't you understand I know when you get anxiety you're like I'm just anxious about this well don't you don't need to worry about it Thanks. Just don't, just don't be anxious. That's the problem solver. Oh, oh the world flipped around. Thanks. Think about that. Oh, now I won't be anxious then. Yeah, you hit it. Oh, oh absolutely right. bonkers. Well, it's bedtime, huh? It is fucking bedtime. Everybody Nicole and I are tired, but we love you all. <laughs> don't forget to wish Nicole a happy birthday. Don't forget to brush your teeth twice a day. Twice a day to have glowing white teeth. And then also put self-tanner on to make them really pop. I'm going to go do that because Nicole's making me feel pale. Like a piece of paper pale. I feel and... like I kind of look like an Oompa Loompa right now. No, you're just, your blonde hair and your white teeth. I'm just jealous. I wish I still had blonde hair. I mean, you have highlighted. I am tired. I'm going to go smoke my weed pen and turn on a Christmas movie. Well, don't forget to chug your wine also. I love Cheers. Cheers. Love you guys. Clinksies. Talk to you next week. And when we talk to you next week, we're going to be singing Christmas carols the whole entire time. So I hope you look <laughs> forward to it. Like a little musical. <laughs> Bye. <All right>. Bye. <laughs>